0: You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 6, Three Core Beliefs of Highly Productive Women. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ridha Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all, that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my lovelies. I'm Ridu Parikh, your productivity bestie for your career, home, and life. And I believe if women learn strategies to avoid reactiveness throughout the day and avoid burnout in our careers, and our home lives, we can get anything we want and everything we deserve. And this is especially relevant right now because we are literally in an unprecedented time. So that the time that I'm recording this, we are full on into the coronavirus pandemic, worldwide global insanity going on. And I'm only a few weeks ahead of my recording. So I'm assuming that when this goes live, we will still be into it. And unfortunately, probably in much worse state than we are right now. By worst, I think maybe in a further lockdown, but hopefully actually on our way to a recovery. So, today we're talking about belief patterns of highly productive women, and I wanted to let you know whether or not we're you are currently listening to this while we're in this strange and overwhelming and confusing time, or if you're listening to this sometime in the future and we're you know you're hearing about this global pandemic, and it no longer is. It doesn't matter because whether you're listening to this now or in the future, stay put because today's topic is relevant any time, even three years from now. Today, we're talking about the belief patterns of highly productive women. These are... The core attributes, the beliefs, the perspectives that women who get it all done, those ones that you look up to, the ones that you're like, how does she do it all? She's managing the home and the career and work and and commitments and family life and personal commitments and church and all the stuff, right? And from the outside, she looks like she's just got it all going on and you're thinking, I want me some of something that she's got. So how do I get me it? So listen closely today. Because each of these three are patterns or beliefs that you want to adapt. Maybe you have to some degree and you need to further improve on one or excel. Or maybe you listen to them and you're like, Ah, oh, there's one or two there. I'm really not doing it all. And maybe this is what's kind of keeping you stagnant or keeping you scattered or making you feel more stressed out or overwhelmed than you really deserve to be. Now, I'm going to start by saying I have fallen into each and every one of these in the terms of not doing them, and I still do from time to time. I never try to pretend like I'm perfect or these don't apply to me. They totally do. When I'm not doing them, I try to pull myself back and think, oh my gosh, am I really following the beliefs and the principles that make me a successful woman, that are going to make me highly productive? And so the first step is always awareness. I think I've said this several times in previous podcasts. I'm sure I'll continue to say it for a long, long time. The first step of making any change or even knowing that or recognizing that maybe you have something to change is going to be awareness. Just kind of slowing down, taking a deep breath, taking a true, honest assessment, and increasing and heightening your awareness to identify where you might have some challenges and where you can make some improvements. So I'm really excited to jump into these. I'm going to jump right in because I have a lot to get through and I want to keep these, you know, try to keep these in between like that, around that 20, 25 minute mark. So let's jump in. Okay. So one of the most important core beliefs of highly productive women, and by the way, these are not in any order of priority or importance. They just are listed one, two, and three, but one is I think I think probably the most kind of underlying reason that women are so productive that people don't always necessarily see. It's like a very below the surface kind of thing that you're not that you're not seeing in other women. But those that get this right, that really nail it, it can just drastically impact and morph your entire life, your career in your whole life. And what that core belief is that highly productive women know that their productivity Is tied to their state. Okay, ever have a day when you're totally motivated to get stuff done? You have the giant to do list, there is no shortage of things to do, but your mind is in 100 places on a dozen different people across a bazillion different projects, right? Um, and you're probably thinking, yes, woman, of course, this is my every day, pretty much every day, right? All right. Well, then chances are you may not have slept well, if this is all on your mind, you might have missed your workout in the morning. You maybe grabbed a muffin on your way out of the house this morning. You're hurried. You're scattered. You were stressed out by traffic. You were packing lunches in the morning and, of course, could only find one earring of your pair. Like, where the heck did the other one go? I don't know, because I swear I just had it in my hand. You're definitely feeling a bit frantic, um, but quite frankly, this is just like your new normal, right? This is the way that you pretty much operate all the time, so you don't even think twice about it. Now, if this is you then your state, your being, your presence is not aligned with who you want to be, how you want to show up, or what you want to achieve. All right, so if you're listening to this, I know that you're a high-performing woman, and so I'm just going to assume that some of your goals are along the lines of desiring meaningful work and contributing in a really valuable way and improving your relationships and your personal well-being, right? I know your goals are more specific than that, but that's kind of probably like overarching. That's like what you're trying to achieve, And so here's the thing, you have got to be in alignment with those feelings, with that state in order to receive, hold, and handle your next level of growth, wealth, and success in any area. If you start from a place of scatteredness or feeling chaotic and stressed out, you are not going to be able to shut that off and just jump into this super uber productive day because your state of mind is off. You have to find and create the time, space, and energy for mental, emotional, and physical activities that are in alignment with your results. So if your result has something to do with growth or peace, success, and joy, then your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors, and your feelings must be the same. That's what it means to be in full alignment. Every part of you is fully in sync. So the results that you're after have to be aligned with the way that you're feeling and thinking and acting. Okay, the highest performers, the most highly productive people, and especially the most highly productive women are in tune with their needs and they're in sync with their beliefs, their emotions, and actions. Which I'll give you an example of when I was very misaligned, although I didn't totally see it at the time, and what I had to do to sort of shift that and get back into alignment. So um, I was at one point very stagnant in my business. So I wasn't necessarily making less money or having less impact than I was, you know, maybe uh, six months earlier to that. But I certainly wasn't growing. Okay. So I wasn't making more money or making greater impact or feeling more successful, I was definitely in a very like mediocre, just, you know, business kind of eh, like meh kind of mode at that point. But I was doing the same as always in my business in terms of I was using the same marketing strategies and I had the same services and the same products and the same tactics. So like the things that were already working, I wasn't straying from those. I was doing those same things. So I assumed at that point that like things would continue to work. Personally, however, through this time, this period, one of my stagnant period, I had let some habits slide. So I was working out less or almost not really barely working out. I kind of let my meditation habit go by the wayside. I definitely wasn't eating as well, like definitely in the pantry and like grabbing snacks and sugars and things like I shouldn't be like all the time throughout the day. And what I finally realized was, was that since I was misaligned in these areas, then I, and because I was not creating success in those areas, I was misaligned in other areas of my life, right? Since I was misaligned in these areas that would create my success, I was misaligned in my life. So in other words, I wasn't going to thrive at work if my emotional and physical state was not thriving, like because we were not in sync, like all of the parts of my being, my presence were not in sync. So my productivity was suffering at work, And quite frankly, then it was suffering at home, right? I wasn't taking care of myself as well. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was definitely crankier. I wasn't as fulfilled as home. Then, of course, this then snowballs into how you're feeling about your marriage or your other relationships or your friendships or just like your body image. And it just kind of all of it snowballs. And I realized it was just little, it was different pieces of my life that were misaligned i wasn't in a success mode on all of them i wasn't thinking about you know how do i be my best self in all areas of my life in terms of mentally emotionally and physically and so my productivity was suffering my results were meh because my state was meh My mental state, which is a result of my physical state, which is a result of my emotional state, they're all very much connected as yours are as well. And so once I finally made changes, I got back into a positive routine with some of the things that were going on. So I did start working out again. I got back to like my 10 minutes or 7 minutes of meditation every morning just to ground myself and start a better day. I was getting better at like meal planning and like cutting down sugar and, you know, and I continue to get back to these things that I knew was in the best, like the, it was the best thing for like my mental and physical and emotional state. And then, of course, without a doubt, without even trying, my business results got better too. I was back in alignment. I was back in sync. So highly successful and highly productive women understand and embrace this core belief they understand that you have to be in sync across your mental physical and emotional state like your success is always tied to your state so i ask you now are you out of alignment and if so how can you bring your state to be in sync with the type of results that you want to create in your life So this is a lot of the kind of work I do with women when I I coach with them. I run a global coaching program called Life in Control because in our partnership, we are working on your whole life, not just work life, not just personal life, but your entire life in alignment. And that's what this means. And again, this is so important because I feel like this is so like underlying so many issues for all of us. And we're not thinking holistically. We're not thinking of the big picture enough. We're not thinking about our entire life in alignment. We generally, a lot of times think of, well, is my work life in alignment? Am I doing, you know, am I being successful there? Or is my my personal life is that in alignment? Or is my friendships, you know, we're kind of just thinking of them as like these separate, Spokes on a wheel. But if you think of a wheel, you know, everything has sort of has to work together. Everything has to be in alignment for it to really work work smoothly. So if this is you, think about this. Think how can I make some changes? Where is it that I'm most out of alignment? All right, let's move on to the core belief number two. And that is to hack away at the unessential. All right, so let me ask you this. When you think about improvement or improving something or someone, what do you think about? Well, generally, an improvement is changing or adding something, right? You're like, I want to make it better. And in order to do that, I have to add this or I have to multiply this. So let's say you're making a recipe, like a chicken recipe, okay? It doesn't come out great. And you're like, I want to improve it. I want to make it better. I want to improve the taste. So you're like, I'll add a little bit more salt or maybe some more garlic or maybe some more curry, And it's natural, right? When you want to improve something in your life, it's tempting to want to add more to it. But what if the way to improve yourself was to take away, to remove, to decrease instead of increase? Like maybe you just needed to add less water into the chicken broth so that the spices in the chicken would be more flavorful. So instead of adding something in, we take it away and get a better result. And that is the thinking of high-performing women who are really uber productive. They are always thinking, what can I take away instead of add more to? So adding more just creates a stress and anxiety, right? It's just like you're just doing more and, more and more and more and more on top of everything you already have to do. Removing thoughts, however, removing clutter, removing activities, frees up your time and energy for you to do more of what you really want to do, and it will give you the most meaningful output and results. Because you would be focusing on fewer, more significant things, which would mean you'd be making progress on the meaningful goals in your business, in your career, and in your life. And this also has the added benefit of making it easier to actually enjoy whatever it is that you're doing even more while you're doing it because you're not spread so thin. You're not stretched too thin across like 20 different things. You're really focused on maybe just two or three. So that enjoyment level, the satisfaction, your feeling of accomplishment, your confidence, all of that just gets, it just increases and just becomes better and better and better and you just live more joyfully. So when you don't hack away at the essential tasks and the goals in your life, you add more thoughts. And then what do you do? We tend to overthink, right? We're just going in circles and circles and circles thinking about what should I be doing next or should I be doing this or where should I put my focus? Where do I put my energy? I have to catch up on this. And like all this crazy mind chatter and clutter starts going on. So I want to challenge you to call yourself out on this as if this is you, Are you always adding more to your thoughts, to your list, to your day, to your, you know, to the the giant stuff, everything running around your head? Instead of being ruthless about sticking to your top priorities and doing those before jumping into anything else, are you asking yourself throughout the day, do I have to do this right now? What can I strip away? What is most important? Where can I let go? What is truly essential to my growth, to reaching my most important goals? Okay, I know for me, I can get so caught up in email and reading comments and social media. And I get very caught up in like the whole comparison trap out there. But only when I can strip that all away When I get to the naked truth, will I get back to maybe doing the the more important things, the things that are going to push me forward and move the needle on my most important goals? So maybe it's only then when I'll get back to here and I'm outlining and recording this podcast or meditating or strategizing, doing the things that are most important. Because remember, it's not what you increase daily, but what you decrease daily. And that is exactly what we want to be doing, is hacking away at the unessential if you want to show up as a highly productive woman. All right, so now we're going to move on to the third core belief. And I love this one because I think that on some level, we are doing this, we all have part of this down, but we don't get the second part down. And this distinction, this small distinction is what's going to get you from good results, To great results, right? From average to amazing. Okay. So this is the difference. And here it is. Here's what the third core belief is, is that highly productive women know that their visions have micro visions. All right. So let me explain this one. I have so many visions that I have a vision about writing a book, listing all of my visions. Okay? There are so many things that I want to do. We all have dreams, right? Especially high performers. There is no end to all the things we wish we could do. We wish we could achieve, what we want to accomplish, how we want to feel, how we want to look, what we want our relationships to be like, how far or how successful we want to be in our careers, whether that's a title or financially or the support we give others, right? There's lots of different definitions and perspectives on being abundant. The point is, we got visions. I don't think we have like any shortage of visions there. But what sets highly productive women apart is their ability to have micro visions. So another way to say that or, or look at that is that highly productive women know how to reverse engineer their goals. And in other words, they know how to start with the end in mind. They know how to start with the end in mind. So for example, if you have a yearly vision, like an annual goal, so think about like a New Year's resolution you might make or a goal on your annual development plan at work, and you ask yourself how you will get closer to accomplishing this goal quarter by quarter. And then perhaps you look at the first quarter and then you break that down by month by month and then maybe even week by week. And that is how you get to a micro level vision. Okay, you calculate and plan what it needs to be done, what tasks need to be done to be completed, what strategies have to be implemented, or what habits need to be followed in order to meet, meet each of these milestones so that at the end of the quarter, and finally at the end of the year, you've reached your goal. Or at the very least, you know you've followed a plan regardless of whether you reach reached your goal or not, regardless of what the outcome is, and you get your learnings and lessons simply from going through the process of following your plan. Now all of these visions that lead up to the grand vision are those micro visions. And all of the micro visions lead up to the grand vision. So the micro visions have these shorter deadlines, they're very specific tasks and to-dos, they have tangible outcomes versus a larger vision, which is typically just the end result. And that's where most productive people start and end. They have the bigger vision, they might break it down a little bit and it sounds like it's a great vision and great goals, but it's really not getting down to the micro level. So I want to give you some examples. I always try to do like a personal and professional example. So here goes. So personally, let's go with the vision or the dream or the goal of losing weight, because I think that's just you know so important for to so many of us, losing weight or like, you know, getting healthier. So let's say you're like, I want to lose 10 pounds by the summer. And let's say the summer is about three months from now. So typically you might think, okay, I'm going to, here are some things I can do. Let me say I'll cut out sugar. I'll exercise three or four times a week, and I'm gonna eat more vegetables. Now, as a high-performing woman, woman, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what you were thinking. You're like, okay, I've got like, here are my three or four strategies I'm gonna take. Here's my goal in, in mind to have a measurable amount, 10 pounds. And this is a totally great plan, right? It's actionable, it's very clear, and it's realistic. And it has a lot of qualities of a good goal. But a pattern, a belief for a highly productive woman would be to add another layer to really specify their next steps and make them measurable and create the micro-visions. So that woman might have a goal of losing one pound a week, Committing to a 6 a.m. class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and walking three miles on Sunday. She's going to meal prep every Sunday evening. She's going to keep a scorecard for how many of her water bottles she's going to drink every day, so she reaches her whatever you know, 120 ounces. And um, and then what she's created there is her micro vision for only one week at a time, right? So these are all the things she's going to measure it and the exact steps she's going to take over the one week, even though the Big vision was three months long. Okay, so I hope that kind of makes sense, but let me give you another example, like a work example. And so you can see how sort of reverse engineering, it's like it's third, It's then that example is three months out, reverse engineer it, got down to a weekly level, and then at the weekly level, know exactly the tasks and make it measurable. All right, so a work one might be, let's say your vision is to improve um, talent acquisition, by refining your hiring process. And you want that to be in alignment with this like new company strategy. Okay. So that's a really big one. You're like, I'm just gonna improve this entire like talent acquisition strategy. And so let's say this is a semi-annual goal. You wanna see this happen the next six months. So as a high-performing person, as a woman, you might sit down and plan strategies to make this happen. Like thinking, okay, I'm gonna review the current processes, I'm gonna create new goals, I'm gonna to align to our, you know, the new recruiting strategy, I'm gonna update our policies. And again, those are qualities of a good goal. I mean, it's great, right? It, it sounds like you have like tactics in place and strategies. You're going to get this done the next six months. But a pattern for a highly productive woman, for someone who's really going to kick ass, would be to add another layer to really specify the next steps and make it measurable and really break it down to the microvision level. So you might say, since this is a six-month goal, I'll look at it by two quarters, three months each. And quarter one will be my research and planning phase. And then quarter two will be my testing and implementation phase. But then you go and you break down each quarter by month. So you break down quarter one by month and you're like, okay, it's three months. So month one is going to be gathering all the current processes and the feedback. And then month 2 will be to create the plan to align with the current recruiting strategy and month 3 will be to track the pipeline of candidates. I don't know. Something like that. But then you go back to month 1 and you might even at that point break it down by week or every other week so you know exactly what your next steps are and the milestones for that amount of time just that like one or two weeks at a time. So what you've done is created micro visions and I can't stress enough how this this distinction is going to get you from, you know, doing a good job to making you like the cream of the crop. Okay, so if you were that woman and you were down to that level of taking that six-month goal and now you knew your next steps per quarter, per month, per week, now you are a woman fully in control, on top of her game, a true leader, and a micro-visionary genius, right? I mean, it just blows my mind how that kind of just, It's really just a different way of thinking, just like believing that that's the level we're going to get to and organizing your thoughts that way, which is just reverse engineering from starting with the end in mind, how that can completely just make you an extraordinary woman, help you excel and really make you stand apart from anyone else in the same maybe level or even at a different level, but at work or in, in your personal life. So is this an area in which you could use some improvement? Chances are yes, right? When you get good at this, when you make this a core belief and a core pattern, your world is going to change. You will be so dang accomplished, respected, and living with such high personal integrity. And this is how women leaders are developed and they thrive at work and in their personal lives. Alrighty, so that wraps it up for today. And I always love to leave you with a challenge. I want to make your time 100% worth it, and in order to do that, I will always, always encourage you to take one small action every week. So today's action is to pick one belief that you are either lacking entirely or could work on to improve. Which one of those three resonated the most with you? Okay, so just a quick recap. The first one that... Would that highly productive women believe to their core what they know? They know their productivity is tied to their state. The second is that they hack away at the unessential. And the third is that their visions have microvisions. All right, so pick one, make this time worth it. Don't just sit here and listen to it. Actually decide what is it that I want to focus on and what is the next action step I can take just in the next 24 hours. All right. So, and by the way, if you like what you're hearing and want some more free and awesome goodies, you're going to love to get your hands on my resource called 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed. And you can find that goodie over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S. As always, I thank you for your time and loving vibes and positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way, my sweet friend. And friendly reminder to please subscribe to this podcast. If you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from it as well, please share it with them. And if you're feeling extra generous today, leave me a five-star review because that is what really helps me get seen and reach other amazing women all around the globe. I'm Ridhi Parikh. Here's to getting more of the right things done. Please, please stay safe. Love and support one another. And I will catch you next time. 拜拜。Bye bye.